Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on? Jason Liu here for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And today, more than any other day, I want to talk about what happens to you when fear sets in. And I ended up being confronted with this quite recently in the process of putting myself in new and uncomfortable spaces, whether it's putting out new content, creating new courses, putting out new training. The more I am put under the fire, the more I revert back to whatever my default settings are when I begin to feel doubt, uncertainty, or I don't know. The question I want to ask you today is what is your default setting? Do you, are you aware? Do you know what happens when you become overwhelmed? For me, it is I stop. I get paralyzed. I stop moving. And before it used to be debilitating for days, weeks, months, right? And I'd be able to shorten that time down. But one of the biggest questions I've been asking a lot of my mentors, people that have made multiple six-figure and seven-figure businesses online, is how do you break the pattern? How do you channel or create a new groove or default setting? And one of my mentors actually brought me back to one of the most early teachings I learned from Tony Robbins which funny enough was around eight or nine. I can actually remember being in my dad's white Ford van. We used to deliver furniture to very wealthy neighborhoods because my dad repaired Wicker and Rattan. And I can remember riding around the Bay Area, going up to these incredibly gorgeous homes and going inside and seeing these places. Long story short, on these road trips, we'd listen to Tony Robbins' um, personal power on cassette tapes, literally in these um, cardboard they're like a tape series. It almost looked like VHS tapes, if you can imagine. But in each one, there were actually cassette tapes and you'd plug them in and listen. And he said, the difference between who you are today and where you want to be, the person you are in the future, um, stronger, faster, um, more successful, better relationships, all those things, right? That gap between those two people really boils down to four areas. It's your beliefs, meaning what you value most, are your habits of what, how you do the things you consistently do on a daily basis, the skills, meaning do you have the actual chops to be able to pursue the career you want to or the endeavor you want to? And then three is a strategy, right? If you're not getting the results you want to, maybe come at it from a different way of thinking. Anyways, long story short, the reason why I bring this up is because my belief was that on the other side of fear, on the other side of me publishing and putting out more content was the life I always wanted. That is the most recent belief I've adopted. The problem is my habit right now is that when I face the fear of getting uncomfortable, I stop. So I needed a new strategy when it came to my habits of putting out new content. And the lesson I received actually came from my daughter. The lesson I received came from the two of us actually sitting down to solve a Rubik's cube. So about a year ago, I've never solved the Rubik's cube in my life. I ended up watching a video on Wired, Wired Magazine, by the way. And um, 
it was like a beginner's method to how to solve my first Rubik's cube. I spent six bucks, got a Rubik's cube from Amazon, and I sat there for 45 minutes and solved my first Rubik's cube following the instructions. And I remember my daughter was, I think, five or six at the time. She was like, that's kind of cool, right? And so I bought her another Rubik's cube and we sat there and we'd figure it out. And so we spent the first six months, right? She's seven now. First six months actually solving the first two layers of a Rubik's cube. And then this past six months, <laughs> working on the top layer because it's the hardest part. It's all the formulas that you have to learn. And today, of all days, today, she solved her first Rubik's cube and she was stoked and she was proud. And I was so proud of her because it was something that we've been working towards for a really long time. But here's the thing. We would have never shown up here today a year later if we hadn't celebrated every step along the way. If we didn't celebrate the first time she picked up a cube and made a move or made a, they call it a daisy, right? You make your white daisy on the bottom, or then you turn it into the white cross. You do these little simple steps and we celebrate every single time. Like, ah, it's so cool, right? That we would have never ended up solving it a year later. Now, that goes also back to me overcoming the fear of publishing, the fear of putting content out in the world, the fear of what other people are going to say because my default is to stop. Why? Because my metric for success was tied to the engagement, the likes, the comments, the feedback I received once I put it out there. And if I got crickets, it was a failure. And if I got likes, it was a success. Now, a lot of you guys can already see why that is a bad metric. What I learned was that the pure act of publishing, the pure act of putting something out into the world, the pure act of just pressing the button of send is the win. Everything else you can determine, right? Whether you want to take in the feedback or if it's, you know, not even relevant feedback right now, you get to choose the meaning of that later. But if you don't take the time, and this is, this was a hard one for me. If you don't take the time to celebrate the small wins, you'll never get to the big ones. If you can't celebrate a penny, you can't celebrate a million. If you can't celebrate like with your kid, like, like the biggest thing in the world right now is just getting an extra hug from her or an extra kiss from her or a letter from her. If you can't celebrate the little letter that's on a scrap piece of paper that my daughter writes, I can't celebrate the big stuff with her. It's the little bits of love. It's the little tiny actions that you do in your business that have to get celebrated in order for you to change the habit. If you look back at your fitness, if you're someone that was really good at fitness, I bet you there's a certain level of high of just showing up at the gym pre-COVID, but you know what I mean? Just doing a workout, just showing up, even if you look silly doing it, it doesn't matter. The fact that you tried it is the win. So if you are a person that when fear hits or when uncertainty happens, which happens to all of us, if you can recognize what your default pattern is. And if it has anything to do with what my default pattern, which was to stop or self-sabotage or to turn to some sort of a, like you could start drinking, whatever, right? Whatever your vice is, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you can recognize what it is and say, nope, I'm going to choose a different pathway. I'm going to choose a different groove. I'm going to choose a different way of looking at this. More importantly, not celebrate whether it 
makes a ton of money or doesn't, but the pure fact that you published it and put it out into the world is the win. If you can celebrate that, I promise everything else will follow. So I hope there's value for you guys because that was such a big, even though it's such a small thing to change, it makes such a huge difference for me. And I hope it does for you too. Cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.